Hello again, and welcome in. Hi, Johnny. Hey, Mike. What's going on? Uh, you know, we're doing this podcasting again, the Too Good for Radio podcast. Episode three. Episode three. That's right. Uh, this is material that normally would be on a radio station, um, but, but it's too good. It's too good. It's too good. It's the, the stuff they. It's the stuff the radio station says go listen to on the podcast. Uh, because if you want more, go here. Well, this is the more. Yeah, this, this is, is what you you're get. listening to it right now. Yes, exactly. There's no place on broadcast radio. None at all. People might enjoy it. it they may they may laugh. They may forget about their troubles right. for a while. Might and we tell don't want their friends that. about it. Right. We don't want might that. attract sponsors. You know, we don't want all any. the garbage I mean, that <laughs> I mean, doesn't have, belong on the radio. We already have zip recruiters, so we're fine on that. <laughs> I mean, they they sponsor every podcast, so we're good to go there. So um, we are going to be once again doing some of the stuff we. Saw from Ask Reddit this week, okay. uh, but we begin with something you brought up that I saw on your Facebook page, and I think it's a dilemma that all of us have faced at one point or another, and mm-hmm. I don't know if there's a real answer to it, but we're going to try to find it. The dilemma is when a song is stuck in your head, how do you go about getting it unstuck? Because one idea is go listen to the song and scratch the itch, you know? Correct. Obviously, it's stuck in your head for whatever reason. Go listen to it, sing along with it, and and then move and, on. And then maybe that will flush it out. And sometimes that works. Sometimes um, it doesn't. Sometimes it makes it worse. Exactly. Because then you're just like, it's still in there. And I'm trying to remember what song was stuck in my head when I posted that. Because but other, I remember it being something ridiculous, like Salt and Peppa or something. I mean, something that made no sense. That you know, it was some song that I hadn't heard in forever. That's the other weird thing come, when, yeah. when a song just exists Zip. in your brain that you never asked for. Well, the, and the other alternatives to getting it out are you do the thing where you just you listen to a different song right. that is going to be then be stuck in your head. You try to try to combat it with a different earworm, mm-hmm. and then that goes awry. I understand what you're saying about the song that comes in out of nowhere. Because it has battled me as of late. I was just driving around. I was I was listening to the radio, and it was satellite radio. <gasps> but um, on the 80s on 8. That's the radio that is so good, good. you have you to, have to subscribe to it, <laughs> and, and the, nobody listens to that. that. Right. <laughs> Zero sponsors there. No commercials whatsoever. Um, so all of a sudden... And this song is still stuck in my head right now, which is why I don't know what to do, which mm-hmm. I think is why we're bringing up this topic. It was Jane Wheedlin Rush Hour. Oh, wow. Her one mile. So it hits, and I start to turn My wife looks at me and goes, why are you turning this up? I'm like, I don't know what it is, but I love this song. And she's uh-huh. like, I don't know if I've ever heard this. I'm like, it is a deep cut. Right. And then I went down the Jane Wheedlin Rush Hour <laughs> rabbit hole. Because you should. Yeah. And I, because I was like, I think it was her only top ten solo hit. Don't, don't quote me on that. In fact, it was peaking at number nine on the just, Billboard just charts made in 1988. I don't know why I have the like that. That song just took me back to License to Drive with the two Corys and like right. Mercedes. Right. So and and ever since that was three days ago, and ever since. I will find myself from time to time just in my mind going, ooh, you send me. And it's just, I'm like, so what do I do? And I've, all, I've already watched the song twice on yeah. YouTube. It's still there. So I just don't know. So Scratching the Itch didn't work. No. Um, and, and another song hasn't supplanted it yet. I mean, Karma Chameleon usually is the go-to for most people, <laughs> right? Isn't it for most people? To, to get a song out of your head? Yeah, or, to, get the, yeah. to get a song out of your head, you go... What is the more yeah. annoying kind? Of, and because you have when you go with Karma Chameleon, not that it's a terrible song, I, it's, a, it's a fine song, mm-hmm. 
but it's annoying to me enough to where if I get that stuck in my head, I don't sure. want it stuck in my head anymore because I don't care for the song as much. You're right. It seems like there's one every deck now, now that you mentioned that because there was there you got you got your Copacabana. Mm-hmm. That one that one is a is a son of a gun. Uh, Karma Chameleon, Macarena in yes. the nineties. Uh, I'm trying to think of recent ones that uh, that have had yeah. that. I was trying to think of like in the 2000s. Barbie Girl, I guess sure. you would have is another one that would just be stuck in your oh, head. Oh, now but, you said that. Yeah, now everybody's going to be listening to that. So I guess I would suggest probably try to scratch the itch first. I know usually that's not directed by doctors, but I say try to scratch the itch first. Belt it out at the top of your lungs, mm-hmm. and if that doesn't work, Karma Chameleon. Yeah, well, and there's there's blackout drunk too. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you just have to. I can't get it out of my head. Or or go to a karaoke bar and sign someone <laughs> up to sing it, and they'll sing it so terrible that it'll be out of your head after that. I do like the picture of of just somebody uh, leaning over the bar, and the bartender you know comes up. He's got the little band on his arm and the towel over his. What's the matter, Mister? What's what's troubling you? It's like, oh, karma chameleon is stuck in my head. That's what's troubling me. It's that damn. Oh, I am so sorry, buddy. I am so. That's tough. That's rough. Let me pour you a stiff one. <laughs> it's that damn Jane Wheelan rush hour again. <laughs> I got the rush hour hits. Speaking of celebrities like Jane Wheelan, um, the next question from Ask Reddit this week, I think this is an interesting one because the way they phrase it if you could have a sleepover with one celebrity, hmm. who would it be? Not saying a romantic liaison. Right. It's just, it's like a sleepover from your youth. You just have somebody out, you're hanging out, enjoying each other's company. Stay up all night and gab. Yeah, exactly. So the it's, you go, can there be a platonic male-female sleepover mm-hmm. as an adult to where you would choose a female sleepover? Or it's more like, no, this is going to be like a, you know, bros yeah. hanging out, doing, doing that thing, like playing video games, that kind of thing. Does, is there one celebrity that comes to mind right away for you? A living celebrity? Or it doesn't it say. Just say specify. if you have a sleepover with one celebrity, who would hmm. it be? Because I, I, you know, I would love to just like go back in time and get like a Jack Benny or something, and just say, tell, oh, me, wow. tell me stories. You know, yeah, I didn't think uh, about that. Somebody from from vaudeville era. Uh, but I'm also thinking, you know, there's there's part of me that would love to have right now a sleepover with Will Smith and say, what the hell? <laughs> I mean, just it's just us, right? We're just sitting here. Let me get you another Colt forty five. I don't know if that's what he drinks. <laughs> I think that's. Am I assuming? I, I think you're assuming there. Okay. Um, and just you know what, what what's going on? So you'd be Are more you okay. You'd what's be, going on? You'd have more of like a therapy sleepover than actual fun sleepover. Just want to you know, you, don't you want to like crawl in somebody's head and go what 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 was happening there? See, I I'm more so when I think sleepover, it takes me back to those simpler times of playing video games and everything else. So yeah. I start going through my mind like, who do I think would be a cool celebrity? Just to hang out with. Yeah. So coming to my mind would be like Ryan Reynolds, I think, sure. would be absolute bla- be blast to like hang out with. I think Paul Rudd would be I, – I, Paul Rudd I would think would be fun just to not only share stories but ask the genesis of what what was the idea behind the Mac and Me bit with Conan O'Brien. <laughs> I, wanted, I want to get back to granule of right. where did right. that start, how did you and, – and, and when did you go no matter when? No matter what, when I go on Conan O'Brien. I guess I'm looking at two as more of like an interview opportunity than actually just hanging out and enjoying someone's company. Right. Like you would in the sleepover. Yeah. But I, I think that's interesting. You you do it for the fun and yes. the party. Uh, whereas I'm I'm wanna like I want I want secrets. I want Hollywood dirt. <laughs> so I'm trying to think who else you would choose then. 
Would you like Perez Hilton? He, sure. <laughs> someone like the gossip columnist or something? I think I think Alec Baldwin probably has some interesting stories yeah. in the last year. Yeah, I think he may. Mm-hmm. I think he may. I think you could, you're right. Talk about. Do you think you could pull off the platonic male-female sleepover, though, with a celebrity? No. You don't think you could even attempt to? Well, I mean, who's the female? Like Kathy Bates, I could probably pull that off. <laughs> well, I mean, this is your choice. Right. So uh, it, Scarlett Johansson, I could not. Yeah, I probably, yeah. Kate Baldwin, <laughs> you probably could not. I'm trying to think for me, I think I, I mean, I'm married though, so that's obviously be much, it's a much easier situation. None of this is going to happen, so go ahead and just say it. No, none of this. I still think I, as much as I, Emma Stone is my, my one, that's mm-hmm. my, that's my hall pass or whatever. I still think I could have an enjoyable sleepover experience with Emma Stone in a totally platonic way. She seems like a fun individual. I'm sure. Yeah. That man, really? That wouldn't just like mess with you at all? I mean, no, I, yeah, maybe a little bit. Of course it would. It, it would a little bit, but I think I'm ma- mature enough that I yeah. could handle that. She'd excuse herself to go to the bathroom and you'd be looking through the keyhole. That's no, what, that's what no, 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 I that's would what, not. That's, of but course if, you would. But, but, but if we were going through like, <laughs> if we we're going through games to be played, right. Twister is not going to be one of those games that would be played in the sleep. Not that that was a sleepover game anyway. That no. was more of like the weird high school party thing that people would do. Like, oh, let's play Twister. Right. That, just, that always comes up. I don't think anyone's ever actually done that. In, in sort of a sexual I, orgy kind of a way? No, no, it hasn't turned into that. But I was I was very uncomfortable in the situation. What, the one time where I was at a, a get-together with a group of, you know, because I went to all-boys military school for high school. But like, <laughs> Wow, all-boys so, military twister. Yeah, no, oh, it, wasn't, it wasn't then. It was like a— That's it was, on next week's podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Tales of that. <laughs> um, so, no, it was—we were in a situation where it was like me and a couple of my friends— and another guy was, like, trying to date this girl. So, like, we all got together. We went to, like, the Kane County Fair, came back to her house, and it was all of a sudden, hey, what do you think? And, like, the twist, like, like the twister board came out, like, on the floor, and I'm like— That's a little sus. Yeah, I was like, I don't know if I'm comfortable with this. Oh, hmm. it's going to be fun. It's going to be great. <laughs> no, no. I ended up—I I, I think I ruined the guy's shot with the girl— because I ended up walking out because I saw that the younger brother had been playing like Tecmo Bowl, oh, and I'm like, more. I'm gonna go play more. I'm gonna go right. play video games. Like I'm 17 year old. They're offering up twist a co-ed twister, and I'm like, no, not gonna do it. I'm gonna go play video games. Because instead. I think you know in the real. In, in, I think the rational side of you goes, nothing's gonna happen here. No. No. This is, this is not a thing. No, this isn't a thing that's going to – it's going to be weird. It's going to be awkward. Someone's going to yeah. pull a muscle yeah. or someone's going to laugh. Ha, 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 Or there's, there's going to be an awkward boner, which um... – <laughs> That's the other thing. Yeah. <laughs> Can we a... rename the podcast right now? <laughs> <laughs> <Instead> awkward. Of... <laughs> <laughs> Instead of Too Good for Radio, it's the Mike and Molson Awkward Boner Podcast. I love that. I think we could then right now rename it right now. <laughs> I think what we would then do is we just bring in guests. When was the most awkward boner you had? Yeah. So I think we we're onto something. Okay, there. good. Because yeah. we're still we're still trying to find our way here we in the know. podcast. Right. We don't, we don't know, know where this. Is. Is. We don't know where it's going to go. Where it's going to take us. Yeah. So the awkward boner podcast may be the next episode. Okay, yeah. Right. Just put that in the sidebar there. Exactly right. for awkward boner. Uh, moving put, on. Put that in the tickler file, as they say. <laughs> What? What? Put what? that in the co-ed twister file for an awkward boner. Um, I don't know how to segue, so I'm just not going to. Okay. Um, up next from uh, Ask Reddit, what's an overrated soda? <laughs> an overrated soda. Which 7-Up. 
Yeah, I, I, I prefer I, out of all the hierarchy of the lemon lime sodas, Seven Up's kind of at the bottom, isn't it? A lot of they, they made a lot of commotion. They made a big stink, you know, when they were the Uncola. Yes, uh, but do you remember the "Don't you feel good about Seven Up?" Ha ha ha! With the oh, sure. Punjab from yeah. Annie. I'm saying that right. Uh, that was Punjab, uh, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I remember those that that commercial. Never had it, never will. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. So I got you're right. I think Seven Up is kind of overrated. Uh, some, I'm always disappointed. It always lets me down. Yeah, Sprite is so much better. I think you're right. Is Sierra Mist better, though? Sierra Mist and Sprite are pretty uh, indistinguishable from each other. They're still both better than 7-Up. I think, I I would think even, so. I would think I would even take a generic store brand of of lemon-lime soda over 7-Up. I would take tonic water over... Wow, that's a bold... That's <laughs> a bold... That's yeah. a bold... Hot takes that's in this a, round. Yeah. <laughs> Another... Yes. Mike a hot takes. This week on Awkward Boners... <laughs> You know, tonic water is superior to 7-Up. And that's been the Fight awkward... Fight me on that right now. <laughs> and maybe we'll get an awkward boner. Who change knows? Change my mind. Yes, change my mind indeed. <laughs> uh, I agree. I think 7-Up's overrated. Sub-question, have mm. you ever seen anyone when they when you go out to a restaurant and someone goes, I'll have a Coke, and they say, oh, we're sorry, we only have Pepsi. Is that okay? Have you ever seen anyone say no? Oh, right. Yeah, kind of make that... Uh, ugh, ugh, gross. Like, no, I, I will not stand for this. Flip a table. It's Coke only. I'm out of here. And I wonder why they feel it necessary to say that. Because here's the reality. <laughs> you could, There's no way. There's no way. Diehards probably could. I don't even believe but, that. But I would say 95% of the people, if, you, if you're a restaurant that carries only Pepsi, mm-hmm. and someone comes in and says, hey, I'll have a Coke. I don't think you have to apologize. Be like, eh, we're only Pepsi. You could, to your you point, could you pour could, some garbage Costco generic something... What is Sam's, your cutoff? Sam's Cola something thing, and they wouldn't know. What they is, wouldn't know. What is your cutoff when it comes to soda brands? To where you go, no, this has gone too far. I will not. I don't care what brand it is. I will not drink this brand of soda. Oh, as far as how low on yeah, the, the, uh, on, on the on the on the, the, hierarchy, the brand hierarchy, the hierarchy of sodas. How low do you go to where you go? No, I I I'm going to offend some some uh, the juggalos out there. Fago is where I, I draw the line. Don't like Fago? I'll take Fanta. I'll do your Fanta. I'll do your store brand. But Fago is where I go, no, I, yeah. I, I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and you ever been like a Dollar General and just seen some, just some real sketchy looking. Yeah. Where you go. <laughs> fizzy drinks. Yeah. Where you go. Oh, he'll, what, instead of Mountain Dew, it's like he'll drop. <laughs> instead of Mountain Dew. Dr. Like, Bubbles. Yeah. He's like, uh, my wife cannot stand Mr. Pibb. No kidding. Even though it's similar, similar in taste to Dr. Pepper, yeah. if she were in a mood for Dr. Pepper and I would be like, no, nope, sorry, the only Mr. Pibb, she would be like, no, I only drink Dr. Sodas. So that's the one. <laughs> that's no the Mr. One Pibb for me. Says, oh, okay. and, I, and I would argue that I would say RC Cola does not get enough credit. I agree. RC Cola is good. RC Cola is delicious. There's nothing wrong with RC Cola. I, I, and I, in these inflationary times, why you're not going, going and buying to, RC Cola, how, I don't know. How, the best cherry beverage? Cherry RC. Have you ever oh, had yeah? the cherry RC? Uh, I don't think I have. Oh, cherry RC. Well, change your life, my okay. friend. Well, change your some. life. Yes. And finally, here on the Micah Molson Awkward Boner Too Good for Radio <laughs> podcast, <laughs> the question is this from Ask Reddit. You're accidentally sent back in time to 1986 and trying to convince scientists you're from 2022. What totally true fact could you tell them about your time that would make them think you were insane? 1986. Uh, something you bring something back from now. 
So, you, so what can you tell them from your from our current timeline now, back in 1986, that they would go, "You're insane." That 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 would never happen. That is insane. Uh, I would I would tell them that listening to a recorded radio show is better than the show actually being live on the radio. And what? they would go, "What? You're insane! Why would you ever?" Yes. Um, boy, I'm trying to think. What? I, that's a great one, by the way. Uh, what am I? Because you got, you got to remember the point of re- they have to have a point of reference, mm-hmm. right? So you could say something about our current political climate or something, but they have no point of reference of that. Yeah, and right? there's always been weird political climates. Yeah, right, but I mean, exactly. You know, so you, you and if you talk about the internet, there there really wouldn't be any good yeah, good real. Yeah, I'm trying um, to think. It'd have to be something like a TV show or you know a movie or something or some band that's not together. I'm trying to think. It Who does was... seem, you know, I, I think it would seem weird. Not there were mobile phones at that time. Um, I guess it would seem weird that you needed to have your phone with you. Not only, not only was it convenient that... to have your phone with you, you need to have your phone with you that... lest you suffer a panic attack. That would be that would thing that probably drive them insane, right? Yeah. When you'd be like. In the in my timeline, we rarely talk to each other on the phone, and you don't have phones in your home anymore. Right? There's no right. phones in your home anymore. No one has them, and we really don't call each other. We send text messages. Yeah, and the idea that if it's not in your pocket, I was just with somebody the other day who who left his phone at home, and he said, you know, it's it's like I forgot my pants. I mean, it just feels weird. That's a you know what? That's a great one because people in 1986 would be like, "No, we have phones. No, you need your phone in your house. Yeah. How are you going how are you going to make a call?" Oh, no, we have a little computer that makes the call. It also takes pictures because yeah. you don't so you don't need that camera anymore. You don't need the photo mart. We all do that all digitally. And they would look at you like you're nuts. Yeah. I know. Be, yeah, be, that, be, that, that that there's a lot of, there's a lot going on in that little box. Uh, but just the notion that you can never be away from a phone. Yeah. You know. I never thought I would get that way. Cause, I mean, you know, it was years before we even had an answering machine when I was growing up. Let me ask you about your answering machine. Yeah. Was there some type of witty message on the machine, or was it just... Because remember, there used I to be... I went through a phase. Okay. Where you would record it for the family? Yeah. And I don't, you know, I don't think our family ever had one. You never had one? I don't think so. We had one. So, inspired by... Remember, they sold... That actual, like, the answer machine tape was like, nobody's home, nobody's home, nobody's home. Like, there was so inspired by that, um, I had my mother, my mother rapped, <laughs> and the rap was us we're not home, can't come to the phone, so leave your message at the tone. Is what is what the rap was from the Windmacher family. Yeah, do you still have that? I don't know if we do or not, uh, because wouldn't that be great to hear? It would be great to hear. Um, because my mom was like, you know, is I think me trying to be on the, uh, like doing a beatbox in the background, but but we changed it when it came out to where my mom got concerned that we we're letting people know that we're not home, so that they could then maybe come and rob the place. A legitimate concern. So instead, it was just like because if the phone just rings and rings and rings and rings, then uh, clearly <laughs> who, someone's home just who, listening to a ringing phone. Who knows what could happen for that? <laughs> who knows what could be happening in that's that? That's not home. an indication at all. Right, no exactly. Home. So you didn't have an answering machine. Though, I don't huh? think we did. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, well, I, I mean, you had more siblings, right? How many total kids? Well, there were four of us. Okay, so you had six people that could possibly answer the phone. Yeah, we only had a couple. Me and my sister. So. Yeah. Did you Did you get excited when they let you answer the phone? Yes. Remember when you were finally deemed uh, okay to answer the phone for the entire family? And I and I got uh, I got very specific instructions that I had to say 
Molson residence. Johnny speaking. Can I help you? Well, <laughs> wow. Very formal when they call them Molson right. residence. I always enjoyed, because it wasn't until I was older where I was able to answer the phone. So, like, my voice had started to change mm-hmm. when I would answer the phone. So, I always would enjoy, I would just pick up, hello. You never guess what happened here, Steve. You know, and, and like, and the story would start, and the person would be on ten from the get go, right? And I would have to stop and be like, "Sorry, not my dad. This is Mike, but I appreciate the story. Let me get my dad." And then, depending on the subject of the story, they would be either embarrassed, like, right. "Oh God, I can't believe now the kid knows this story," or they'd be like, "Oh damn, you sound just like your dad." They right. just sound like your old man. So yeah. that was always fun. Did you ever get any good dirt, though? I mean, any any salacious things that you weren't supposed to know? Uh, I think probably. I can't remember off the top of my head, but I'm sure there were some things that, hap- that was happening within Remember the- Bubbles over at the <laughs> Boob and Go we used to go see? I arrested her last night. Exactly. Yeah. That's that, that's the kind of stuff that probably I shouldn't have heard. Mm-hmm. I probably shouldn't have heard that. Kind of, that that was probably the juiciest stuff. Like, you're never going to guess who I arrested last Sorry, night. Sorry, new name for the podcast is now the Boob and Go. We're now calling it the Boob and Go. <laughs> From Awkward Boner to yeah, Boob and Go. Boob and and go. everything in between. Would sell better. <laughs> I don't know who's not clicking on Boob and Go. Right. I mean, most people may stay away from the Awkward Boner podcast. Right. I don't know if you're clicking that button. Especially when it's us. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when they've seen us before. But the Boob and Go? Yeah. Yeah. From, right, so uh, put from, that in the hopper. Exactly. So from Awkward Boners to Boob and Go, this has been the Mike Molson Too Good for Radio podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Yes. Thank you very much for tuning in, and thank you to our non-sponsors.